Hey everyone, welcome to the Creature Cast, the official console creatures podcast. I am your host, Steve Egvari, and alongside me is our editor in chief, my good friend Bobby. How are you doing, Bobby? I am doing wonderful. It is uh overcast and rainy day. I was gonna say sunny, but I forgot what the sun looks like. But yeah, I'm good. It's middle of the week. Nothing's on fire in the games industry today, so good for that. Yeah, um, yeah, this week has been kind of quiet. Actually, uh, with you the, know what? Well, well, actually, you know what? I take that back. Things are on fire, but only for one company. So it's sure. okay. It's manageable stress this year, this week. Right. <laughs> yeah, manageable stress is, is indeed one way to put it. Um, we've officially hit review season. Uh, it's just the top of May, and it seems like there are the, the onslaught of video games coming out right now. So it's actually a really good time for us to record an episode so we can kind of talk about some of these games that are coming out um because i mean we got we got all this we got zelda coming up uh we're in the thick of it so yeah uh unfortunately david is not here to join us i know that he is currently playing jedi survivor as well so i'm really looking forward to hearing his thoughts on the game next week mm-hmm. uh but until then we're going to talk about you know we got we got ravenlock uh I'm going to talk about that game. Some, some, I'm going to touch on Jedi Survivor. I'm not too deep into it, but I do want to bring it up. And then, of course, we have the uh, my thoughts on Redfall as well, a game I've been putting a lot of time into over this past weekend. Um, so, yeah, I, I, let's just kind of kind of kick things off. I, I mean, this morning, Console Creatures put up their uh, review for Ravenlock, a Toronto-based studio of, from Coco Cucumber. People might know them from Riverbond or Echo Generations. Mm-hmm. Um, for the site, uh, writer Dennis uh, Dennis Price went uh, and, and reviewed it, but I, I've been putting a lot of time into it myself as well. Uh, the game's coming out on Xbox Game Pass, actually, at the time of we're recording this. But So by the time you're listening to this, it's already out. You can go yep. download and play it. Um, I just want to say, I think this game is just beautiful and charming. Uh, I think this is a wonderful little game. Uh, obviously, if you come from their backlog of games, Riverbond, Echo Generations, you kind of know what to expect from an aesthetic point of view. It's very much still based in their, they, they call it the the Voxel trilogy. Yeah. It's based on Voxel art design, very blocky, very vivid colors, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, Bobby, I, I know that you're very early on in the game, um, but I just want to know, like, top-level thoughts. Like, what what is your experience with uh, Ravenlock so far? It's about, an, like I said, yeah, it's like top, even what you said, yeah, it's about an hour, and I, I, should, I shouldn't even, I don't have much of an opinion yet, I should say, just because, like, I'm just jumbled right now. It's, sure, it's sure, a new sure. experience. I, I I like it for what it is. I mean, I loved Echo Generation. I think it was a little bit difficult for my liking, but... Mm-hmm. Like aesthetically, it was one of the best games I've I've seen with the voxel. Uh, I guess the aesthetic, and they've doubled down on that with um, with Ravenlock and did a really good job. It's like a beautiful little Alice in the in Wonderland. Uh, I guess homage. I guess it, it has a lot of the same elements. Yeah, um, I like it. I know it's not really necessarily an RPG experience, but um, it's 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 just a light little hard little hard. I can't talk. Light hearted game that that. Um, I'm looking forward to just finishing once my backlog kind of clears out and a couple of the games I'm reviewing, you know, get off my plate, but it's, it's, it's moved up in my backlog. So I'm hoping to get through it just after Diablo four, once I get, you know, into that, because I mean, I know that game's going to be ongoing forever, but yeah, so far so good. I mean, 
there are some things I can see that are a little bit concerning, but I, I haven't spent enough time to really, you know, gather an opinion but yeah, yeah so no, far so good no that that that's totally fair I, I just wanted you to to be able to to chime in uh, i think t- even top level thoughts are very important in this but um yeah raven like i i've played it to completion i'm weird thing is that you know the achievements aren't unlocked but i'm pretty sure pretty sure i have all of them uh obviously i haven't been able to to double check but i saw that there was like a a list online from i think epic game store or steam yeah. they had the, the steam achievements and i kind of just compared to what i was doing but um yeah very manageable i think in total it's probably like a six to eight hour game wonderful for that's perfect. Hey, it's a rainy day right now it's a it, that's exactly what it is it is it's a it's a beautiful rainy cozy kind of game like you were saying it's kind of alice in wonderland you play as this young girl who's transported into this fairy tale kind of world where um a mad uh a caterpillar queen of hearts has taken over and then in order to kind of infiltrate her castle you need to collect like three seals from different aspects or different areas of this world the way i've been uh thinking about this game and kind of um putting it together was like it's it's alice in wonderland meets Link's awakening in very uh, in many ways it does have that aesthetic that. of alice in wonderland that. uh but the combat is very much focused on uh sword and shield combat you it's a simple hit hit one button and you swing your sword, lift up your shield with another button. You do get uh, powers along the way uh, to kind of help with combat. And uh, there's like a dodge and uh, dodge and block mechanic with that. But um, I mean, I I think largely the, the Link's Awakening parallel that I've been drawing is that people who have played the game will probably... Uh, no one uh, recognized the the trade system in that game right. where you bring like a banana to a monkey the monkey gives you this item that item goes to a different character it's kind of like that along the way but not okay. so streamlined where different characters will ask you hey i need this thing and some of them some of the items you find are very uh intrinsic to progression so for instance you at, at one point you need to get a tram ticket to make it to one of the latter uh parts of the the game but in order to get that tram ticket you have to open up a door to open up that door you need a key to get that key you need a different right. thing so it's kind of like this progression system based on finding different items trading with or you know giving that item to a specific character or something like that so it, it, it really did harken back to link's awakening in that regard it's not one-to-one but i think that's the closest thing um i wrote down in my notes that i think that in and of itself sold me uh just having this kind of uh light rpg uh game but have it kind of based around alice in wonderland and kind of you know link's awakening i i i thought it was i thought it was great i thought it was kind of like an ambitious game for coco cucumber in some ways i think just in terms of the character right. designs the world itself some of the boss battles i know that you're very early on but some of the boss battles in the later stages i just kept hitting like the screenshot button because i think that they're just that's Beautiful. what I've heard. I've heard, yeah, like they're they're probably I, I from what I've heard they're not challenging, but they're just like no. beautiful. Yeah, and I think that is inherently one of the downsides to the game is that I think that it is very easy. Um, I think 
the game offers a lot of different like systems like the blocking or you can use bombs and kind of go into a menu system select them right ravenlock will throw them at enemies i rarely ever had to use that i found that i mean i know it's kind of like a cheat or a cheese or something but most enemies that aren't bosses i found that i could just stun lock them by hitting the attack button over and over again the enemies were kind of just like stutter in their place and not be able to attack and i I mean, <laughs> I kind of just beat the game that way because, hey, why, hey, why not? If it works, why not? Yeah, right? exactly. So, yes, it, it made the game way easier than I think the developers atten- uh, intended, but hey, I still found it a lot of fun. I thought the, the world was charming again. I thought the puzzles and exploration were a lot of fun, like being able to kind of find one item, then recall, okay, I have to go back to this other area of the game. It's a good gameplay loop I found for a, a little game like this. Like I said, six to eight hours. Um, I, I think there's a lot here to kind of enjoy. I know Dennis, who who wrote the review, wasn't that high on it. That's totally yeah. fine. I, I I feel like every every review is warranted out there. Whether or not a game resonates with you is is, is totally valid. But for for me, for someone who did come from Riverbond, who did come from Echo Generations, I've loved everything that Coco Cucumber has done in the past. Again, maybe I'm biased because it's a Toronto studio, and I want to that's, champion. That's, that's how I feel. You know, right? I mean, Canadian games. So, and it's not a terribly bad game. I mean, like everything I've no. seen and played so far, like it's it it's solid. Like there's no problems with it. There's no glitches I've had. Oh, that's true. That's that's basically what I'm looking for in a game is as long as it plays well and like there's nothing that inherently breaks it, you're good. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, hey, you know what? Dennis could easily could just I mean, it's not his cup of tea, we could say. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah, totally yeah I fair, think that's right? totally valid. Exactly. Um, but again, because it's on Xbox Game Pass, I highly recommend people try to check it out. If you are an achievement hunter like me, great achievement list. I think this is one of the best I've seen in 2023, and I'm not even exaggerating i think it was just really streamlined and a lot of fun to kind of go through and yeah it was just a really cool game uh that i spent maybe two nights three nights going over like a couple hours each night it was yeah a nice little um a nice little game to go through so i highly recommend people check it out and i'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on it uh bobby as you as you go through it and kind of get to it uh within your backlog because i know there are a lot of games coming out um it Which just keeps adding up, man. I mean, my, yeah. my, my between my backlog and my wish list, it's just like I'm buying games and I'm queuing games, and it's like there's always something. I'm looking. I'm like, there's just every day. I'm like, okay, add to wish list or. Uh, it, and we're we're just like you said, we're in the thick of it, but it's it's not gonna let up until at least I can even say October. Like we're pretty much solid until the end of the year with games that I want to play. Oh so beautiful, like thank you developers for doing that, but like also, damn, I don't have the time to do it. Right? Yeah, it it comes at a cost. I think the the backlog is ever growing, but thankfully, yeah, we're kind of in this post COVID world now where there is a good cadence of. Uh, anticipated games coming out where I yeah. felt like that there was a moment in time during COVID where you know you get a really big game and then it was kind of uh, a waiting period of maybe a couple of weeks or a month until another one came out. Um, exactly. But another game that d- did release this week uh, that got a lot of people's attention was Redfall. Um, Bobby, have you been playing Redfall? I haven't even touched it. It's no. queued up on my console and I was excited to play it until I started seeing the reviews and basically it, it just fell to the bottom of the playlist for me. It's just like, no, sure. It's not an arcane stunner. It's not what we ex- 
expect from the studio. So it's like really, I, I don't know when I'm going to play it, but it I'm kind of disappointed what's 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 happening with this whole situation. And yeah, I don't know the whole. Th- it started with the whole thirty frames being on console. That kind of just clued me in that something was wrong. Sure. And yeah, just by finished that 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 train of thought. So yeah, it's. It's unfortunate. That, that, yeah, that's just, really what it is. Just by like top metrics, it, it's tough to see a, a studio come out and kind of just declare in such a way that Arcane did, hey, our game's not going to release with uh, 60 frames per second on console, but you know we're going to patch it in later, I think. For a lot of people that were looking uh, forward to Redfall, including me, you see that tweet and all of a sudden you're like, oh, come on. Seeing that and now seeing like the AI being pretty bad seeing uh just i guess the world being barren and filled with just empty space it's like no this is not what arcane is this is coming off death loop and like dishonored and while i didn't like prey i mean that was a fantastic game but like that's what i expect from them not redfall i don't know what happened there but it just seems like it was like a, i guess a swing and a miss i mean to put it anyway yeah um but yeah it happened, so, right every studio uh, gets one exactly um and just to kind of put my own perspective on it i have been playing it i think i'm i don't know probably 10 maybe 15 hours in something like that like i put in a, a fairly substantial amount of time and i'm sure most people who are listening to this uh episode right now are pretty well tuned and have probably heard of the the metacritic scores the lukewarm reviews um they probably already made up their minds on the game but that being said i think for me personally i think i'm having a more positive time with the game than most people are um i think i think redfall definitely has hints of greatness um in an otherwise finished package like you're saying it just doesn't have that it's not our exactly. signature. It doesn't have their signature in it. And it just that doesn't is, feel like something they produced to me. That's exactly it. In very many ways. I, I think that there are hints of arcane magic here, but I think it's just stripped down in, in, in a few ways. I think, yeah, you, you said dishonored prey death loop. You can kind of see the lineage of that game of, of those games in yeah. Redfall in certain ways, whether it's just, there's there's slight uh, stealth mechanics or the the shooting definitely feels similar to a death loop there's there's elements there um but for one reason or another it just yeah like you said it kind of fell apart whether it's unfinished or whether or not i don't know if it was them trying to tackle hey we're going to do a light looter shooter game or we're going to try and implement co-op and multiplayer aspects into this i don't know where the the pieces struggle to fit in to make a game that i mean Deathloop was one of like my favorite games of, it was fantastic like i of, still of the year i ended up getting it on steam deck just to play it because i love it it's just like it's it's just like a refreshing game where you can just yeah. jump in do a little bit jump out i know it's it's a couple years old at this point but like it's still sure. pretty damn coherent yeah. like it's a great game and, and to be fair, I mean, we're we're talking about two like sub studios, whether it's you know Arcane Austin, which did Redfall, or I, Ar- Arcane Leon, I think uh, that did uh, Deathloop, but still, still under the same kind of umbrella. But I uh, to talk about some of the the positive of Redfall, I think that it has a solid basis of gameplay. I, I do yeah. think that the lighter uh, the lighter elements of the looter shooter has 
some interesting weapons there to to find. I think looting, exploring uh, the map is is really fun. I, I like Redfall itself as like a town. I think yep. it has elements of like um, of Salem, for instance, which I mean, harken back to the vampires and witchy culty vibes and stuff like that. It, it has like a general like sleepy town to it. I I, I like it a lot. That That's stuff a, is great. That yeah. stuff is beautiful. Like uh, to me, I like I love that stuff. Like I wish there was like a sleepy hollow game or like sure. lore. Give me lore based yeah. games like that where it it pulls from them and that's what i thought this was gonna be like uh something same like that, hair but, yeah um but it feels like yeah it's like a destiny light ver- uh very cross light. with like yeah. a far cry game and i'm like that that's cool but that's not what arcane does like they're they're something they're known for their just like their pedigree of top-notch i don't want to say like stealth games but like you know tactical games like that where you can sure ta- tacticals are really plan, good plan through a town plan through a city like get from a to b but do it your own way with yeah. like the freedom to do it any way you want and i don't see that in this game at all no and i i try to tailor the game to kind of be that way so one of the one of the classes you can play as his name is jacob and yeah. he's very much a stealth uh reconnaissance kind of character so for instance like one of his abilities is to, to send a raven into an area and then we'll kind of highlight where all the enemies are and then he has right. like a cloaking ability and stuff like that i try to but again the the stealth doesn't really matter if the ai is kind of stupid yeah, <laughs> like that's that's what i heard it's it's pretty bad the ai it's it's, it's not that it's like bad like so so to be totally honest i i've seen the videos i've seen other people talk about this game i haven't had such a rough experience with ai just completely broken it's just kind of like every encounter is kind of uninteresting you you come across whether it's the the cultists which are enemies that hold on you know hold guns and they'll shoot right. at you or you have the vampires which will kind of like disappear and reappear behind you and slash at you and then to kill them you have to you know whittle down their health bar and then stab them with a stake that's kind of the the opposing two figures that you're really going up against and enemy variation is kind of lackluster cultists you can shoot them in the head maybe once or twice and they're dead vampires will probably take like twice as much but then again you have to go get up close with your kind of like bayonet uh that's on the on your gun so it's kind of just like a rinse and repeat thing. I'm, I mean, I'm having fun just playing with, uh, you know, my partner, for instance. Uh, she's not a first-person shooter uh, person at right. all. But this game is, maybe it works for uh, the benefit here, is that it's so streamlined and simplistic that she's actually wrapping her head around it uh, quite a bit and actually, you know, that's, having that's a lot a of fun benefit. with it. So by virtue, I'm having fun playing with her and kind of, you know, showing her the ropes and going through exploring and stuff like that. So I think that's definitely giving me a couple more points there. But for right. instance, I'd, I'd argue that if you, you know, you, me and Dave were to, to, to party up for a night or two, I'm sure all of us would kind of get bored of this just I, because it's, yeah. there's, there's, there's something lacking there. I know that they put a lot into the story and uh, the, they put a lot of the lore into finding, you know, books and pages of notes, right? Expecting that you'll play it, but this isn't the kind of game where, it, say, we're all playing. You, me, and Dave are all playing. Are you going to stop and read a note? No, God, no, no. because that'll just break <laughs> the momentum of everyone else, and that's that's always been like a exactly. thing I get anxiety about. Because like if we're watching a cutscene together and you've seen it, it's like I don't, I can't make you wait for. It. I feel bad. So yeah, I would just exactly it breaks the loop. It just it breaks everyone to like these. Exactly, and I think that there's like there's two opposing sides here. There's the game where you're 
partnering up, you're, you're partnering up with friends, you know, shooting the shit over comms and just, you know, killing zombies or uh, vampires. And I think that's inherently fun to some degree. I think, you know, you can have a, a weekend of fun of that blast through the campaign with friends. Um, but then they're putting so much story in via notes and everything and expecting I, people to kind of no no i don't like that don't yeah that there. me neither that's exactly what, learn from destiny destiny bungled that so bad and i right. think that's what ruined the first game it was just like everything was on a website and like i'm not gonna go check it no yeah exactly no, no, this is worse i'm sorry no notes put it in audio logs or just put it some just give me more cutscenes. give me even just animated storyboards i would take that over a note because the notes i do not read them ever so one really cool thing that I, I, I want to say, because I do want to give this game its flowers where it deserves it, is the cutscenes. I think one really cool thing is that, so they're kind of like um, still animations uh, yeah. in, in their cutscenes. I, I really dig them. But the cool thing is, is that every character has their right. own different like narrative over it. And um, they'll they'll have like their talking points. So Jacob, he'll, he'll go talking through a the setup to a mission whereas another character will have her own spin on it i really like that it's a nice little touch because you know like i have one tv set up playing as jacob and then you know my partner's playing on the other one and she's right. seeing like different dialogue there it's just a nice little little yeah, spin there cool. yeah um but yeah one thing you brought up uh with playing with friends and everything i think this is a huge detriment to the game and i think I kill a lot of people's spirits to play this with friends is that the host only gets progression. Oh God. No, you can't do that. Right? What? Why do people think that's fine? Like I don't I'm playing a game. I'm not going to do it twice. No. And this, like this, this industry now, like if your game is, if it's not, yeah, if it's not fresh, like it, it's going to the wayside. So like, yeah, this is a perfect experience. Like that's a lot of games are doing it. I guess it's just like a, it's definitely a, a technical challenge i guess for them but no yeah, don't do this guy okay. like there are ways to do it games before year from a decade ago we're, we're doing that where you're sharing everything progress loot everything but like no don't do that that yeah. is that yeah that will basically sour the experience for me like i would not play it again if, if if it was if i was the host i'd be okay whatever but like if you're joining my game like what the hell is the benefit to you that's what exactly you it so thankfully i mean my partner doesn't give a shit about the progress on her end so she's just going with it on, on my uh on me being the host but like like you said like there's no incentive for then me halfway through the campaign to be like okay i'm gonna go join your game now be behind or ahead of my progress and then yeah. either have to do it over again or not get you know that progression into into my world um the Though I will say the nice thing is separate loot. So if I'm picking up a weapon, that same weapon, like we don't have to, you know, compete against. Oh, there's a there's a rare weapon on the ground. I, we both I kind like, of get it. yeah, I like when games include that. So if you want to share, it, go ahead. But like, if you want to like fight for it, cool. Yeah. That should. I think that's these are just things that I think should always just be a little bit more additional. Like if you want to. I remember I think Borderlands did it. The first Borderlands 2, I think, was like that, where mm -hmm. you could either choose to share your loot or just first come, first serve, which is sure. a great way to, you know, be competitive. But yeah. But Borderlands I 2, I mean, a game that definitely did have that uh that progression. Yeah, yeah, I think Bord yeah, Borderlands 2, I think, well, Borderlands 2 for sure shaped the landscape for shooters in the last 10 years, for sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because that game was that was a perfect game to me. I I I was so lost in that game. I spent a thousand hours playing 
so yeah i can i can see that but like no if you're in, in today's climate please 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 just share progress and let me let me have the choice actually give me the give me the choice give me that give the, yeah give the player the choice do you want to share progress or do you just want to join with your friend and play the the other kind of nitpick things is that there's no uh mission replay so for instance again i'm gonna harp on the the achievement list but there are some achievements that you know are locked to specific missions if you miss them well play the game again uh which i find really annoying especially no, for a game like this do. you should just be able to replay a mission if you've already beaten it uh, especially if it's kind of like a pseudo games as a service always online kind of thing i don't know i don't mm. know how to categorize this game but i think that there should be ways of just ex- accessing the same mission if you've already played it um rather than having to yeah, like from a chapter select thing. just like yeah if you played Something it like okay, go back to it yeah because the the game's main like mission structure is you go up to like a map on the table it brings up like this this road map of of missions it's that old mission is still there you can see it Played in this day, you just can't click it and re- replay it. So I don't know if that's something that they're going to work on and implement alongside 60 frames per second. But it definitely feels like there are empty chunks of this game where maybe they just oh, didn't yeah. have enough time or they didn't have the prowess to tackle it because it is such a new venture for them. They are, Arcane is very much known for, again, stealth, single-player adventures. So this is ambitious, but I just... It just pains me to see a studio kind of flounder in some ways when when tackling a game like this. Because I I still think that Redfall has the trappings of a good game somewhere here. It's just yeah. it, it struggled to to get to that finish line. It could have definitely used a little more time. Not saying that time could have been used to change the game in any meaningful way, but I think refine it in the ways that it's struggling right now would have made all the difference. I'm kind of curious now because there are reports online saying that Microsoft was aware this game was, you know, toast. And that's what Jeff Grubb, but that's, I mean, he could have been right. He could be wrong. I mean, it comes after the fact that the game launched and the, you know, the meddling reviews are just saying, you know, it's a stinker. But I mean, his report saying was someone at Microsoft told him that Microsoft was very aware and that the decision to not delay the game was not on them. Right. And I'm kind of wondering, should have Microsoft delayed it? Should have just stepped in and just been like, hey, this game is not good. We're putting on Game Pass, so you got to do better. Like, what? Like, yeah, that's where I'm at. Like, I would love, love to be in that fly on the wall saying, hey, like, I would like to hear that conversation, like, between the teams. But, like, what? I don't know where it went wrong. This was definitely feels like a arcane Bethesda issue more than Microsoft because, like, I mean, and that's day, kind of my understanding of. The situation, because as far as I know, I think Zenimax still operates very much as like a siloed company to a certain extent. So it, it surprises me to hear that maybe Microsoft was the one pushing for for it to release under you know these constraints. But maybe maybe that's the fact. The, the issue is we just don't really know, and I think it's all just conjecture and hearsay until you know an, anything official comes out. The one thing I am kind of you know, wondering now is when does Arcane kind of talk about this? Because yeah, they've been silent. I mean, I given it's the, it's the first day, but like, yeah, course. I mean, I don't yeah, know. We're still very early, but it, it's interesting to to know. Like, the 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 more time goes on and the less that they say, it's going to become more and more deafening that silence. Yeah, yeah. It's just like they have to address it at some point. I mean, 
it's just when what are they going to say and like how can they really fix the game as it is like it's out i mean really beside from quality of life improvement they can't really redo the game it's done no, it's, there. it's done so yeah i feel like it's a stinker like i've heard people compare it to the point where it's worse than anthem worse than um oh god i can't remember outriders Oh, Outriders was a good game. I I, I love Outriders. I thought it was yeah. great. I, but I'm yeah. seeing I'm seeing like these com- these comp- comparisons. I'm like, if it's better than if it's worse than those, like, okay, why? But yeah, you kind of told me now why or why not to do it. Like, why not to play it? But yeah, for sure. I mean, I really hope they either address it or like, uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know. This is just a really shitty situation for for the studio. It just doesn't it is. really. Yeah, it's not them. No, uh, no, I, I, I don't, I can't believe that the studio, you know, outright wanted to make a game like this. I feel like, you know, something just got out of their control, whether it was their ambition or the direction of the game or their time, the, the timeline uh, that they had uh, yeah. something, something definitely happened, but yeah, it, it sucks not only for the studio, but Xbox players as well. People who have, you know, gone out and purchased, consoles and stuff because there is this you know running narrative now between halo not performing well redfall yeah Starfield no, it's, getting it's, a, delayed. It, it's yeah you can look on twitter you can see like people are calling phil spencer a snake's snake oil salesman now because like right. he's promised games and all this and it's been like eight years of nothing and to a certain degree i kind of see that because xbox feels lost right now there's nothing really out there that calls me to want to go and pick up an xbox i mean sure aside from game pass like game pass is like probably the biggest thing that they've done in i want to say like eight years now it actually feels like that's the biggest thing they've done is is just create game pass and create that environment but there's no first party game that i i i'm looking forward to like fable we don't know when fable's coming out we don't know everwild's coming out that one that we've heard is just in development hell or they yeah, Perfect Dark. I completely forgot Perfect Dark. Like there are where's, all these games that they've promised. Where's, where's Hellblade? There's there's a lot yeah. of questions right now. Um, and like to 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 like to not just like just shit on them because that's it feels like no. I'm going, but like they 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 are definitely like uh, re- develop your game, give it the proper time. Like I'm fine if it takes five years to make a game. That's fine. But like. If you're gonna do that, you you kind of have to give updates a little bit frequent, more frequently than once every year, maybe. And that's what it feels like. These companies are just playing, play testing their games, they're developing them, but like we're hearing nothing. Like that's the crickets is what kills everybody, and that's why yeah. you're getting all these people online freaking out and and harassing developers and harassing government bodies because of Xbox and their environment. It, it's crazy. I don't know. It's just it's a really bad situation i guess i mean it just it really needs to come to a head because with the xbox game showcase now coming in june they they have mm-hmm. to show up yep. what are they going to do because like last year was great i mean we i liked it i know you you thought it was good but there wasn't anything that was first party it was all third party it was announcements it was just like kojima's coming and that was it there was nothing right. that was like hey this is xbox this is why we're playing xbox and so, i think uh, i think a, a large just jumping off of that i think a large part of that whole showcase was that promise of okay this is what our year looks like and i think obviously there were some games that kind of slipped out of that starfield uh forza uh other games but you know it it was funny last week i think uh i i went back and looked at the 
the, the splash screen of all the different games that were supposed to come out yeah. and xbox actually nailed a lot of them um between them and their their third-party partners um but i th- I think what really hurts right now is because we came off of the the hi-fi rush uh, period where it was here's a shadow drop this game is amazing it's blowing people away it was this unsuspected uh champion for early 2023 and then it's just such a direct contrast to see redfall kind of meander here and right now i dude i can't imagine how the people at start working at bethesda and working on starfield right the fall like feel right now that's well it must be terrible not, it must be just so dire there right now and everyone's just like I we I've seen it. I mean, I'm I've seen that firsthand. Like, it's not a good feeling. I can see it. You can you can feel it, and they're just right. like the the energy there. People were. I'm actually gonna look up the Metacritic right now because I'm kind of curious where it is after I guess a day and a half. But basically, I know people were expecting like an 85, 90, and right now it's sitting at a 58 for Redfall. Yeah, on Redfall. Redfall's oh, got a fifty-eight wow. on Metacritic right now. It went down so even lower 64. than yeah, yeah. It was sixty-three when I last looked. I think yesterday, last night, or something. That's uh, insane. Like I that that's the whole point is I know people are always trying to like compare PlayStation Xbox, but like they thought this was red. red they thought I, I know that the general population thought that Redfall was going to be like this once in a lifetime exclusive. It sounded like because it did look like that. 58 like that that that's not arcane to me no no you're you're totally right and i think a lot of it was riding uh off the the back of xbox saying okay this is going to be one of the first first party games that is now seeing the the price increase you know and then it's like oof now you're seeing the memes of i paid 70 bucks for redfall and this is what i got like i'm seeing them on tiktok already people are already just like roasting this game yeah it's it's not good for for metrics but hopefully like you said going into june xbox can kind of steer this narrative again i do think that it will be important to not only like they do in the past pro, like bring the promise of hey xbox, xbox game pass is such uh, a valuable thing for for players but i think that they need to back it up with okay here's tangible uh dates here is something other than Starfield. I know Starfield's getting that, you know, that block of time, that direct right after. Um, but that that main showcase has to be here's why you bought an Xbox Series X, and yep. this is why you're going to stick around in the Xbox ecosystem. They, they need to Starfield is what it is, right? Yeah, that's what you exactly it. like. Star Starfield is we know what Starfield is. I yep. even if you don't. Or you, you, you have to, yeah. because like really, we know what what they're capable. We know what their games are. It's massive RPGs that you can just role play to, to your heart's content. You can become this person. You can explore right. the, these worlds, and that's what their bread and butter is. But yeah, I don't know what's. I, I don't know what Xbox's first party slate is. I know we got a Forza game, and that's basically all I know that that's that's coming out in the next like six months, maybe because I know that's out right. in June, July. I, everything else is on is off the table. I have no clue, and I would like to know. I I, I would like to. I think June will definitely get a Hellblade date because it's been like three years be. at this point. And well, that's the thing is like when you look at all their their games, they've been announced and talked about for so many years at this point. There has to be dates on. I would say yeah. like eighty percent state state of decay three. Um, I think Perfect Dark and Fable are probably still years away, unfortunately. But 
yeah, where's Avowed? Where is State of Decay 3? Where, what, what are the smaller studios working on? Because, yeah, there's, there's yeah, a lot like, of questions right now. Like, even give us a new Minecraft game. Like, I know Minecraft Legends just came out, but, like, take advantage of that big property. Like, I would like to see, give us a, one new game every year, Minecraft. Keep the main game, but throw us a new game. That, yeah, just feed that IP to different developers, see what they can do with it. Those games could be a quick turnaround. Like, really, like, where, what are you investing in? You're investing the, the development and, like, the graphics. I'm sure you could just import them to whatever engine you want to use. I, I'm not saying it's easy, obviously. Like, that's just, like, what I'm saying. But Minecraft is a big, big dollar sign for them. So just take advantage of that. Use that to fund your other games. Yeah. Yeah, or so, just add we'll, out more we'll time. See. Give other developers like a little bit of you know wiggle room. I don't like know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's a matter of time. We're a month away from this showcase, so like I, I hope they turn it around because like I I do like the ecosystem. I think Xbox is a good place to play for everybody. It's it's very inclusive when you're not an asshole on the internet. But yeah, basically, yeah, it needs to do something right now. I mean, as as competent as Phil Spencer is and like what he's done like i know he's steering a ship that feels like it's thinking right now to the general industry at large or the, the community i would say so yeah yeah well the other the, the other thing is is that i mean their their financials just came out the uh, the other day the other week um and they're still very profitable so anyone you know kind of exactly calling it. for phil phil spencer's head or for microsoft to shut down xbox yeah you guys don't what know what was that about. i can't believe i saw that, that right <laughs> i couldn't believe i saw that tweet yesterday it's time to shut down xbox yes, yes. yeah okay. okay yeah let's shut down a million dollar uh business yeah sounds good okay no we're we're in a bit of a, a hiccup period right now but it happens every company goes yeah. through one like it, it's it's normal it's just unfortunate that xbox has lasted a bit little bit longer than the right. average uh downtime nintendo's gone through it look at the wii u like wii u was a bad issue i mean ps3 was a big 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 dark spot on playstations yep and so then you happened. look at like different publishers as well capcom sega yeah capcom was Ubisoft. Almost- oblivious for like four or five years and that in that era like a lot of the japanese developers almost disappeared because they just didn't they couldn't meet it they couldn't i I think the biggest thing and that we can move on um i i think one of the the biggest things for xbox is that they're so close to breaking that 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 spell that curse every single year you know we get to e3 period and we're like this is the year this is the year where yeah. the stars are aligning this is when fable is going to get a gameplay trailer we're going to see perfect dark we're going to see this blah 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 halo infinite's going to blow and then it's like oops halo halo yeah. infinite's uh, roadmap is you know borked or redfall gets 30 frames per second it's like oh you were, guys were so close no i know that's that's the cycle so i yeah. I, I try to stay optimistic because they're really like of I, course I, we don't know what's happening. So like, here's what I want. Let's see if it happens. And I, I don't know. I'm hoping that, yeah, like I said, I hope this, this next showcase next month delivers because you're going to hear, you're not going to hear the end of it. Come that Sunday afternoon, you're going to see people freaking out online and burning Xbox gear and throwing their stuff in the garbage because people, for whatever reason, think that's, that's sending a message to Xbox. And you know what? Sony's in the same boat right now. We don't know anything about their first party. There's no first party games coming from Sony right now that we're aware of. 
That's true. Yes, I mean Spider Man, but other than that, what does? Yeah, the, yeah, the that, they confirmed like? that a while ago. Like, yeah. what else? Like, we have no God of War. We have uh, nothing like a new Days Gone. We have no new Sackboy. Like, there's nothing. So it's it's just like the problem is in this generation, the development cycles are just way too long, and I think that 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 makes people go crazy because like they're just waiting and waiting and waiting on their hands, and finally their hands are going numb, and they're like, "What's happening?" So right. yeah. Games are taking way too long. They're way too expensive. They're just, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of why I'm glad like these small indie studios like like Coco Cucumber exist, and you know, Capybara and Art. Like, I want. I think that's that's where the industry should be focusing now is the in, the indie side where there's actually innovation happening. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that would fill your gaps. Like, if you if you only want to play AAA games, you're going to be left sorely disappointed. So open up your mind and look to the indie games because there's new fantastic games come out every week. I, I'd say even every day. Every day. It's impossible to keep up. Yeah, yeah. like Steam, like, Nintendo. If play, yeah, if you want to play like a new RPG, go to Steam. If you want to play an action adventure game, go to Steam. There's always some one-man developer putting his game out. And like I, I would rather support them than wait six months for the next big game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bobby, I also want to talk about Jedi Survivor uh, before we, you know, look to wrapping up because that's another game uh, that's that's it. hit in uh, the review season. Have you put any time into it? Have you been able to to sink your your time into this? Have you wanted to? I've got. I I I do want to. I have it. I just um, I'm preoccupied with something else that's taking up all my time. And yeah, I mean, it's. I think for me, it was just launch day came we heard that it was really glitchy we saw that there's issues with performance mode and i was like okay well if that's the case i can wait because it's not a game i was highly excited for i thought the first one was okay okay so i'm like okay i can i can i can put a pin on it i can wait a month or whatever because like i do want to play it i want to play it sooner than later because i'm hearing that you know it is the best star game star wars game in, in a while but I can wait for it to feel better at 60 frames because that's what's more important to me than anything else. So I've read reviews, but that's basically where I stopped. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I think everything you said is uh, very fair um, coming in from my own perspective. Like you, I, I, I really enjoyed Fallen Order. I don't think it was the game of the year material that a lot of people did. Um, but I think that's totally valid. Uh, I did really inherently like the, the gameplay that it offered. I thought the exploration was a lot of fun. The light Soulsborne combat, that was a lot of fun to go through as well. Uh, Cal Castus is a great character, and the world around him is really interesting. The time period is really cool. So coming into Jedi Survivor, I was pretty excited, pretty um, optimistic on everything that Respawn's been able to do. They are a studio that just doesn't seem to be able to miss. Uh, they, well, I mean... They've missed because they canceled the third potential Titanfall game a couple That's months true. ago. So Huge miss. Big Huge strike, mess. guys. Yeah, if you're hearing yeah. this, big strike. You guys are on thin ice right now, Reese. I really, I would have taken a Titanfall three over two Star Wars Jedi games. I just want one more Titanfall just to close out the trilogy because, like, honestly, there is no better shooter game I've ever played in my life than Titanfall because I think the first one was like perfect. Oh. It was so good, and and two is so good as well. But yeah, respawn generally does really good work. So coming into it, I was, I was pretty optimistic, and jumping right into it, it felt kind of like riding a bike. It doesn't do the thing where it's like, okay, and now this is Cal's next adventure, and all his powers are stripped. It's you're jumping in. Oh my god, I hate yeah. that. I hate that it's whole the worst. thing. Like why? Like why? Like just 
do something where you can save someone's scan files. So if you play the first game, okay, you play the first game, we're going to give you everything you had. And, and that's exactly that. what this game does. It, it, you throw it in, you have all the different stances, you have the you know dual-wielding lightsabers, you have the, the Darth Maul lightsaber, you have all his powers and everything. So it's right off the races. You're in Coruscant. It's a great little setup for, for this game. Um, and then the way it kind of evolves and kind of iterates on the gameplay, adds new elements to it to kind of uh, feed into this Metroidvania-esque uh gameplay loop and the continuation of the story is really interesting so far uh i i love where it's going it's dealing with a lot of like high republic stuff uh in the, awesome. in the okay. star wars lore cal again is is in a very interesting place character wise interacted with the characters around him i right. i think the the story aspects and the narrative are really really interesting so far um but yeah, the, the gameplay loop is just super solid. If you know, if you've played Fallen Order coming into this, you know exactly kind of what you're getting into. Combat is very much the same. I think a lot of the new stances, like the the one-handed lightsaber with a blaster, super dope. You also get like Hilo Ren stance with the uh, the cross guard uh, lightsaber. I just unlocked that the not too long ago, and that, in my opinion, is a game changer in terms of just how the the game holds like the the weightiness of of wielding a lightsaber really sweet stuff you brought it up before i think the the bugginess and not being able to hit a stable 60 frames per second is definitely the the biggest hit for this game right now because those moments when the the frames are silky smooth and you're hitting the the combat or or, you know the the traversal jumping up from wall to wall or stuff like that it feels so damn good and then all of a sudden it'll chug and go like below 30 frames and i'm like and that that's oh, why no that's why I, then you see like they're they're patching it as fast as they can now and i'm like why yep. why not just delay it a month or two like i i could wait another month or two yeah. just if you gave me something a little more consistent yeah, and but, i don't like this 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 crunch that it feels like they're doing like they're, they're they release the game it's out and now you're not only trying to patch a really terrible pc port you're trying to get the consoles up and running and right I've seen like Luke, Luke's like the poor guy is trying to play it on PC and like he's, he's got already game breaking bugs where he's progressed past the story. Like he moved. Yeah. He skipped a whole part of the game because the game just didn't load it properly and he, he, he missed it. And the game's like, you can't go farther unless you re, you know, go back to your previous side file, which was like six hours in the past. And I'm like, that sucks. That's brutal. Yeah. It's like, why would I want to keep playing this game? Like, and that's as great. It is. I don't care how good good game is. I don't care how good the story is. If I lose progress, I'm done. That's what deters me for any game. Sad. And I know you had that issue with, with Benedict Fox. So it's like, that's why I don't even want to play it. Cause I've seen people lose like hours and I'm like, no, that that's, that that's unacceptable for me in this day and age i i I totally feel that i empathize with luke again he's playing on pc i'm playing on xbox series x so i am and on um uh performance mode performance yeah performance mode trying to hit those 60 frames but it's just not happening uh i know dave he's also playing it but playing on playstation 5 i'm really interested to hear his take next week uh to get you know is for him to weigh in on on this because i I generally want to know like where the different platforms I know, you know, yeah. friend of the short uh, court, he's playing on PlayStation five. And I talked to him and he's like, you know, there's dips, but it's not as bad as obviously PC. So yeah. I think consoles kind of just in this similar space, but yeah, I, I really wish that this game came out guns blazing with the quality, uh, the, the 60 frames per second, because first exactly. impressions really matter. And we're seeing that with Redfall. I know, 
hitches aside from you know maybe so, some some lukewarm gameplay things with with Redfall, but sixty frames and having that silky smooth uh, gameplay would have done wonders for that game. And the same thing here, where Jedi Survivor, I inherently think is a a great game, but it could be amazing if it just wasn't for this like small little blemish on it. It would be just optimal like why are games launching in 2023 in anything less than 60 frames yeah it doesn't make I, sense anymore. like a generation ago okay because people were still you know older consoles tvs mm-hmm. weren't supporting that but people have vrr very you know the variable frame rates and the consoles can can support up to 100 i think it's even past 120 frames it goes up there like it goes up to 180 right. but like that i I cannot go back to 30 frames. I will not play a game. And with one exception, of course, because I have to, because it's The Legend of Zelda. Like that that game, I know it's not going to be in 30 or 60 frames, so I'll sure. suck it if up. The, but if the option is there, I'm going to I go will 60 always frame. pick 60 frames, what, like priority rate. frame rate. And I think I think you 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 brought it up like games coming out in 2023, they're working off the promise of these consoles. These consoles came out specifically because they're you know xbox playstation they both said we need these new pieces of hardware in order to yep. better support our developers they're hit those targets and it just sucks every time that we get a game that comes out it's like well we're not able to do 60 frames per second it's like well i know How? the pipeline How not yeah i understand the pipeline through through covid really impacted that and everything but we are so far into this generation and we're still not doing anything we're it, game changing it's, from it, last it still feels like we're still well we're still supporting playstation 4 and xbox one and why like i i understand like there's millions of consoles out there but like guys it's enough like developers we're in the ninth generation now support them put them priority give them i mean all the resources granted jedi survivor not on previous generations but i'm sure there was at one point they probably just canceled it internally but yeah that's no excuse for me like even still exactly it needs to be it has to hit 60 frames it has to be stable like that's that should be priority for me or for for any developer agreed yeah yeah i i really hope that they they release a patch but i i will give them kudos right after their release they communicated i think that's you brought it up earlier bobby but i i think communication from the developers is really important nowadays uh because everyone's on social everyone's kind of you know got their eyes on all these different channels saying okay what's what's arcane got to say about redfall what's respawn going to say about jedi survivor what's you know x y and z that's why to you have credit they yeah. came out and they said listen we're going to release a pc patch the the you know earlier this week and then the day after and uh, a console patch as well so which apparently has already come out, I think. It's come out and yes. all that. But yeah, yeah, like get a good community manager who will, you know, speak on your behalf that can, you know, be vocal for you. Like there are like when Destiny launched uh, Lightfall, like there were issues and like thankfully like their community manager was so good oh, with yeah. like saying, hey, like, you know, here's what's happening, but like we'll get to it. And right. that was like day one, like game came out and I was reading through just tweets and stuff. And I'm like, this is great. This is what I want. And thankfully it ended up being a pretty great expansion but like like you said arcane nothing crickets yeah um another game uh 
Call of Duty uh, Warzone and, and its multiplayer, as, as, as many, you know, hitches and hiccups that, that the game has, they have a very public Trello board where it shows, here's what we're working on today. Here's what we're working on next week to patch this game, to fix this game, address these different issues. Again, communication from the developer to the players is so important these days that uh, I think is becoming inexcusable to kind of just go radio silent when there's a glaring issue or something that needs to be addressed. That's the I think game development and I guess the the social campaigns go hand in hand, but like I think the priority yeah. should not be your trailers. It should be the messaging on what your what your expectations are of your game. So if you know you're gonna launch in a state where it's not optimal, I yeah, like you said, I'll, I'll be there day one. But if you're telling me to expect glitches okay i i appreciate you telling me that so i'll i can base my 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 either my purchase or you know my download on that mm-hmm. our king gave us nothing of that we got nothing it's just yep. like games coming this date um good luck yeah so, yeah i i mean that was, that was kind of it it was you know here we're working on 60 frames but that doesn't mean anything for the player what, what the what kicker is mean? is yeah the the actual game case says 60 frame that I, I that just threw me off like i i got sent for that one i was like oh i i didn't even see that wow really yeah, yeah, the case has a sticker saying uh 60 frames is coming even the oh case has God. that oh <laughs> that's wild okay it, uh, it's just like i don't know it just i i know game development's messy and like it's a miracle games get made and actually sent out but there are things that still surprise me about development like this like that one was just like wow but yeah that's crazy. I think um, you know what? I think ultimately it launched when it did because Arcane wanted to bury it because they know Jedi Survivor's out. They know that Horizons Burning Shores is out. And in two weeks we have Tears of the Kingdom out. Yeah. People are gonna forget it's, about this game by then. Unfortunately, I I think you're right. Um I mean maybe they'll get another pop of popularity when 60 frames does come out. But otherwise, it's it's a tough period to launch a game check, you know, of this state yeah. in. I know I said I'd probably check it out even later, and like that's me. Just right now, it's fresh. I I'll, I'll probably forget that it's even in my backlog. I I I would obviously like to check it out, but like if your biggest update is sixty frames, like sorry, like if you're not giving us new content, yeah, I'm I'm prioritizing my time. Like I as any person who plays video games should prioritize your time and what you're playing so like if you want to respect yourself like you're only got like three hours a night you don't want to play a crappy game you want to play something that's gonna like stimulate everything for you like your you know story gameplay everything like you want that well that's just it i mean a lot of people they're not in the position that you and i are where we're, we're very privileged in being able to play a, a bunch of different games and stuff like that but when it comes to someone who might not have every console might not be able to access every game due to budget or time it's a very difficult uh sell to be like okay come exactly. invest your time and then invite three other people to play redfall with you yeah it's like when, good luck getting yeah. one person at 70 70 us which yeah. is like 95 dollars canadian like no that's yeah. that's a lot of that's groceries for some people so like you pick and choose that's exactly it. so yeah especially around the time that you know jedi survivors out you you said it yourself tears of the kingdom then you have games like you know ravenlock that deserve attention as well i mean it's 
it's hard not to recommend people go and you know play everything that's 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 on the market and then kind of maybe come back to redfall later um if it if it gets properly optimized but yeah there's I, a perfect plug time right now there's a perfect plug because every week dennis publishes every game that's coming out in the next week go. and a half and like you could literally pick that list and look at five games that even like the name interests you and you can invest your time in that instead of playing redfall like check out dennis's list like he's got hundreds of games there like he's very diligent about that and i appreciate that so much because yep. it i actually look at the list and i'm like well this looks that's where i get my wish list picks from it's Dennis's Same. list yep so yeah like people like there are hundreds of games out there so don't just dedicate your time to the big ones like redfall like you'll you'll be so thankful you invested your time into regular developers who don't work for ea or bethesda like they just work for themselves at home that that's who you want to support for sure yep no i totally agree with you um bobby did you have any other thoughts anything else you wanted to get off your chest before we start wrapping up this week that's it i mean we're oh mm, the gran turismo trailer was pretty damn cool i actually wanted that to was, mention that because okay yeah let's talk about that i was actually i went back to playing the game in vr because i took a break but damn the trailer looks pretty good i know it's just yep. three minutes of david harbour yelling at teenagers and yelling at gamers like <laughs> yeah but it looks good I'm, I'm i actually think it's a pretty damn good movie like neil blanc I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name i love him as a director so like i i'm pretty confident this is gonna be a good movie so looking yeah, forward to uh, it I know it's out uh, i think this later this year but damn it looks so i guess i believe yeah uh yeah likewise i i didn't have that many uh, that much expectations i knew it was based off the the very true story of a gran turismo player that kind of excelled in the ranks and got himself on an actual racetrack but i was like ah what's that movie actually going to look like? Uh, for some reason, I didn't even know that Blomkamp was tackling this. Maybe I just kind of forgot about that. So when I saw his yeah. name, I was like, oh my God, like this this movie looks stylish. I think, you know, the cast is great. Orlando Bloom, David Harbour. David Harbour just yelling at gamers is, is probably one That's of the, the funniest best thing you do. He just, he yeah. just, yeah, he just moved from just the ripping on to gamers. The 2020s. <laughs> and honestly, the the only thing that like, the movie needs is to pull... Um, the music from the game like there's some really good tracks it. yeah like there's some good tracks in, in gran turismo that i i would love to see when they're racing yeah so yeah, that's my it, only expectation and yeah i I, I think that's the biggest biggest question mark for this game is the soundtrack i know you know they had a little nas in the uh, the trailer but i think if they can nail the soundtrack for this uh, uh, for this movie i think that'll be really cool but yeah yeah excited to to see more of it um between now and august mm, yeah that's pretty much it and then we have i know we can talk about it briefly, but Twisted Metal, I'm happy to see that. I know it was a very generic trailer, but yeah, I grew up with the, the games. Twisted Metal 2 is probably one of my favorite PlayStation 1 games, so like I would love to see what they do with Sweet Tooth, and having Will Arnett voice Sweet Tooth is probably the most exciting thing about it. So like, I'm looking sure. forward to, I think it's June or July, so like that's going to be cool. But other than that, yeah. Yeah, big, big question mark on that. that is where will, or if it will even air in Canada. That's that's the big thing that I'm trying to figure out right now. I I yeah, I don't know how it's gonna work with Peacock, but I mean, I'm surprised it's not available in Canada. I'm like, I would have assumed Peacock would have come eventually, but it, it's, like, it's nothing. May, yeah. Maybe internationally we'll see it on like Roku because I know we have Roku here. Who knows? That's true. Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely keep an eye on it and let, uh, let all of you know. But, uh, Bobby, where can people keep up with the website, keep up with you? Uh, anything exciting coming up on the website that you can talk about? Check out consolecreatures.com, consolecreature on Twitter, and follow us wherever you desire. But, uh, yeah, stay tuned. we got lots coming up. Cool. Hey, what about you? Where can people follow you specifically? You can see me at bpashalitis on Twitter, and that's basically where I'm thriving right now because it's a uh, apparently yeah we're on Earth now on Twitter. So I'm on yeah I'm just I'm I'm going with what Musk's doing. I'm just following his his uh, insanity to the end. Boy, howdy, are you? Um, yeah, yeah. As for me. You can find me all across the internet at Asfikvari. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Dave will be back. He'll be able to talk about Jedi Survivor, his experiences with that. And then, yeah, we we have a review season keeps on rolling. So we'll have a lot of uh, discussions and uh, coverage on, on the latest video games. So we appreciate you uh, checking out the episode. Uh, feel free to leave us a review uh, on uh, any of the the services as well. It really goes a long way. I noticed... I noticed we are, we're getting quite a few on Spotify. We really love that stuff. So, yeah, keep that stuff going. It really means a lot to us. But uh, until then, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you. Bye.